Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it is episode five of the On, On Our, Our Plates, Plates podcast. podcast. It's me, Lorsco, aka Laura Scott. And me, Sonia Flower, aka Sonia Aguado. And this week we are dishing up alcohol. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Chin chin. Down it, down it. <laughs> We've got our uh, ginger beers ginger on the go. It's a Monday. Come on, people. Zero percent alcohol. It's not crabbies. Sixty six cows. Excuse me, it's Jamaican. Yeah, I it's know. Better than crabbies. I know, but crabbies is alcoholic. Is it? Yeah, it's called crabbies alcoholic <laughs> ginger beer. <laughs> anyway, we can't keep being so flippant about dropping these name brands because yeah, you know no. we're up and coming now the money makers and i just feel like we're gonna have to start bleeping them out like if you want to be mentioned then yeah pay up you know gray goose <laughs> <laughs> thirsty in every sense of the word so let's let's get chugging the topic <laughs> let's down it in one literally okay so how old were you when you started drinking? No surprise here. I was quite old. <laughs> Underage still. Like, I was still a bit wild. Okay. 16, I want to say. 15 or 16. Yeah, that's still naughty. Yeah, but it was still very, like, controlled environment. So a lot of my friends would go out drinking from year seven. Like, they would get the glens, <clears throat> they would go onto the cemetery, they would be out kissing boys on a Friday... I just didn't do it. I, my mum used to go around to her friends. She had two daughters, the same age as me and my brother. As obviously, like, we all got older, they'd just say to, like, Tom and Lauren, like, oh, there's a wicked in the fridge, or do you want a Bacardi Breezer? Hang on. Do you call it wicked? <laughs> we would always call it WKD. It's wicked. It's WKD. We'd say wicked. <laughs> North-South divide strikes again. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I don't know, we didn't... Yeah, me and Emma didn't really, we maybe, when we were a little bit older, and then maybe towards the end of, like, year 10, I think maybe even year 11, we had this really planned, organised trip. It wasn't me, but instead of, like, everyone used to go out in, like, Moston, which was, like, where we went to school, but then Woodhouses was, like, the nice area, and we planned to go drinking on this park, and there was, like, <laughs> like we planned it. It was, like, an <laughs> invite-only thing. It wasn't, like, cool in the cemetery, it was... And a posh suburban park. <laughs> and yeah, then there's probably about ten of us. Like it wasn't like a big crowd. I think maybe the police did come. Oh. But we didn't get chased or anything. We just then went home and my mum <laughs> was like, Oh, did you have fun? And we were like, Yeah, we were like that drunk. And your mum knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was always like they would just say like, Oh, if you want a drink, we'll give you alcohol because we had it there, it wasn't like a, a big oh, this is prohibited, mm. let's go out and get mental with some bottles of white Mortal. ace. So yeah, that was, you know, the, the angel that is me. Yeah. I did, we did drink, I think I was probably, that probably started my interest in Strongbow. I was a Strongbow drinker oh, for a yeah. good five years. <laughs> white lightning? No, never white lightning. Quite like um, woodpecker. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Sonia, what about you? Were you a good girl too? <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less good. Um, so according to my diaries, I'd say I... You turned on the booze? I turned on the booze when I was about 14, perhaps. Okay. But, you know, 
my first experiences, I did smash back like two Fosters and I was steaming. Yeah. You know, and also I feel like back then you'd have a little bit and you would think that you're drunk, but you're not actually. Yeah. And yeah, I wasn't so open with my mum. I mean, I don't know, she might have known, but there was a time, well, the day that she found out for sure, it was a very dramatic story. So I had this boyfriend who got me onto the booze, really. Things kind of turned south with me and this boyfriend because I fell in love with someone else. I met someone. Was it the beer goggles, though? Met him sober. He was tall, dark and handsome. And I fell head over heels. Don't we all? So then (laughs) I finished with Carl. (laughs) (laughs) So then I finished with the boyfriend. Bleep. (laughs) To pursue the tall glass of water. Oh. And um, obviously he didn't take it very well. So one night, me and my... New boyfriend. Oh, she moves fast. Yeah, so me and the tall, dark and handsome boy um, went on our first date to the cinema. Back row. Yeah, it was lovely. And then we got back to mine. We were saying goodbye outside, snogging in the street. Romantic. And my mum came storming out and she was like, Sonia, get inside now. (gasps) Joe, go home. You're not seeing her for two weeks. And I was like... (gasps) Mum! Oh, God, I didn't know what was Yeah, of course. What? I, I was very dramatic, Laura. For God's sake, it was the hormones. Anyway, so... um, <laughs> You were crying? Yeah, because I was really embarrassed. Anyway, <laughs> so then I get inside, and my mum was like, I know everything. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, you and your drinking. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, I've had... No, oh, I no don't name. know. <laughs> Okay, his name begins with K, all right? Whatever. Oh, I was going to say C. No, it was Lots of variations. Um, I've had K round, and he (laughs) showed me your vodka stash. Basically, I'd stash my vodka in my basket of teddies. And he ratted me out because he found out that I was on a date with Jay. He went round to the house. Oh, yeah, and let me not leave out this small detail. So he came round to my house with his friend, Alan... Alan. <laughs> Alan had a baseball bat. Shut up. Carl had a machete. <laughs> and they came round and they were like, where's Joel? We're going to kill Joel. Blah, 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 blah. And so my mum was obviously trying to defuse the situation. Oh my God. And then he was like, there's so much you don't know about Son. Basically showed her my vodka stash, which was in my teddy bear basket. And she was like, well, where is she getting the booze from then? And he was like, oh, my, my dad. <laughs> Stop. So, yeah, anyway. So then what my, an idiot. So then my stepdad, um, yeah, gave them a lift home. and then I was, Gave them a lift home? Yeah, because they lived a, a fair while away. So, yeah, that is how... Bloody Nora. She found out, I know. Gosh. Needless to say, I was grounded for ages. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> And I was devastated. I couldn't see the love of my life, Joel. The first time I got drunk, this girl had a free house. And a couple of them had fake ID. This was in the days when I used to have my big Amy Winehouse beehive. Oh, yeah. We already had alcohol. And I think we were raiding Amy's like parents' alcohol. And everyone was just drunk. And it was great. Then Emma's mum picked us up. And in the back of the house, thinking, oh, God, I'm really drunk. 
and Marie was like, oh, are you okay? I was like, oh, I've just got a migraine. And then my mum said I got home and she was like, you be? I was just like all flopped to the side. <laughs> I was like, I thought, oh, okay. I remember I just like walked straight past her, ran upstairs because I was like, I'm going to be sick. She was outside the bathroom. She went, Laura, are you okay? And I went, I've just got a migraine. And she said this like waft of beard. Oh my like, gosh. And she was like, are you, you sure? Yeah. She was like, are you sure you're okay? And then she must have rang Marie like, oh, was Emma all right? Laura was sick when she got in. I think they've been drinking. And she went, oh no, Laura just had a migraine. <gasps> And then obviously I was like, yeah, we were drinking. But she wasn't mad. I'm, she definitely wasn't mad, I'm sure. She was yeah. just, I think she was just laughing. She loves to tell everyone how like my hair was just like <laughs> flopped to the side. I think my mum thought I was going to send her to an early grave, to be mm. honest. Once I was a bit older, I had a fake ID and I'd go out. I started clubbing when I was 16. <laughs> oh, God. And so I'd go out with this fake ID. My mum said that there was one time, it was like the middle of the night, and she heard a car pull out outside and she heard all this commotion. <laughs> and she came outside. <laughs> and this taxi driver was holding me. Oh, no. And apparently he just threw me <gasps> at, <laughs> at my mum and said, this belongs to you. <gasps> and my mum was fuming. I think that day as well, on my way out, mm. I was wearing something very short and inappropriate. And I was wearing, I don't know if you remember when those like Topshop sequin knickers were a thing. The really high, yeah, yeah the hot So I was wearing them underneath my dress, and then my mum, I bent over or something, and my mum was like, Sonia, you can see your knickers. And I just looked at her and I went, That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> Baby ho. Yeah. God, that's oh, naughty. I know. I only ever used, it wasn't fake ID, it was my cousin's ID, and we'd look nothing alike when I went to Newquay on Newquay's biggest bar crawl. Oh, oh wait. wait. Yeah, and to be honest, I have looked this way since I was 12, so I could have, I mean, I, I never got ID'd anyway now, so when I was 18, no one had ID'd me, and I'm thinking, I could have been using this, these old looks, <laughs> Look, looking 25 when you're 12, these wrinkles were wasted, <laughs> think of all the wickeds I could have been necking. I know, bloody hell. When do you think is like the drunkest you've ever been? <laughs> I mean... We both. Many, many times. Yeah, I'm. I can't handle my drink. Me it's neither. Hundred percent. We're we're intolerant. I'd I've like been to, to doctors getting... about it. I've been, <laughs> I think I'm allergic. Yeah, you actually are. It's not normal the hangovers I get. And she just said it just sounds like alcohol poisoning. <laughs> 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 One really drunk memory was uni Paddy's day. Obviously, it was Liverpool. I lived with all Irish people. And I don't know why I try and keep up, because I can't. <laughs> my dad had been away, so he'd got me a litre bottle of Disserano from Duty Free, which I'd been saving. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just drink that, because they were like, we're going to have a fry in the morning. What's that? A fry up. Honestly, they were drinking from like 10am. So I drank the whole litre, and I think we only actually went out at like 7 or 8pm, and there was a weather spoon across the road, so we went in there. I remember people trying to feed me chips and I went to the toilet and I was woken up by the bouncer. Like, get out, you need to get up. And I, I came out and I went, he was like, you were asleep in there. And I said, no, I was playing games on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> they took me home. They were like, no, go and have a, go and have a nap. And then I think, I remember ringing my mum and she was like, Laura, if they're telling you to go to bed, then go to bed. Like, don't go back out. There's a picture of me asleep outside my flat door because who knows where my keys were. 
and I look dead. I look like a corpse. Really? It's, it was bad. When was your drunkest memory? I mean, again, I have many. And one of the bad things about me is that I actually black out. Like, for example, say I go on a date and I have, like, a few drinks and I get, like, a bit tipsy. Even the next day, like, my memory will be really? a bit hazy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, yeah, uni was probably my my worst time of being yeah. a bad drunk. I mean, as it should be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. My uni girls will back me up on this one. I was probably the worst of the bunch. One story that they always like to tell that sticks out the most is the time. It was January. It was snowing. It was my friend's birthday. We were going out in her hometown. I got very drunk beforehand. And then, yeah, we were queuing for this club. And the whole way I was kind of propping myself up against the wall. <laughs> and, like, as the queue moved forward, like, I would move forward but still on the wall. And then, like, I must have had my eyes closed or something because the next minute I know I'm on the floor. And it's because there's, like, a doorway or something. And then, like, the bouncers must have seen, like, the classic, not tonight, love. She's oh, not getting she in. So I was like, oh, guys, like, you go in. I'll wait here for you. Have a great time. Like, I'll just wait here. And they were like, son, a girl literally died in the snow <laughs> last week. Like, we can't leave you here. So they put me in a cab anyway. And I had to go back to Surrey where I went to uni. And I think it cost me a fortune. Oh. So that was a very bad hangover. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Hangovers are a whole new topic that we'll cover, I'm sure, in oh, another yeah. episode. Because <laughs> they ain't pretty. So, have you changed now you drink? Because I still drink to get drunk. I don't drink for pleasure. Because I'll have one glass of wine and I'll have a headache the next day. So, so you might as well go full throttle. Exactly. If I'm going to drink, I'm going to go ham. Yeah, I mean, I've changed in the sense that I'm not out every weekend now. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was younger, it would be Friday, Saturday. It was a bank holiday. It would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. When I was a student, it would be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, do you know what I mean? So now, I don't really go out a lot anymore, but when That's I... That's the thing, when you do. Yeah, when I do, I, I do go hard, but I'm one of those gals where I'm either in bed by nine o'clock ready to sleep, yeah. or I'm out until 7am the next day. I, I'm not a 7am, I'm maybe a, a three or a four. Yeah. I'm a backdoorer, like, if I'm tired, then I'm, like, at your birthday, I mm. fell asleep. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> no, um, that was Paul's birthday. Oh, <laughs> Good memories. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I do take things to the extreme. I'm not so much of a messy drunk, I feel. Mm, no comment. On me, I mean. <laughs> I'm a fun drunk. I'm not a crier or anything. No, I'm not a crier. I'm a pest. I will be in the DJ booth, which is a bit annoying. But I'll just be extra and obnoxious, but that's not really much different to what I'm like in my daily life. And then uh, <laughs> I just get a bit cocky with the drunk messages and... Mm. The booty calls. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, sis. Yeah. Okay, so now for the fun part. Yeah, we have decided in honour of our pre-drinking I was gonna say uni, but I still pre-drink. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Pre-drinks are my favourite part of going out sometimes. Yeah, they are better. The thing is I feel like I do still like it when you do play a drinking game in pre-drink. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it doesn't really happen that much anymore. Um, no, it's more like when you're with a crowd that you don't really know and yeah. it's a bit dead. But anyway, we are going to play 
a drinking game. We're going to play Never Have I Ever. <laughs> so obviously you can't see us, so you're not going to know who's drinking, but don't worry. We will worry. verbally tell you who we is drinking. We will announce it. Basically, it was hard because we didn't want to have them all sexual, but like the only ones I could think of were sexual ones, so sorry if my other ones are boring. Yeah, same. Okay, so my first one. Never have I ever eaten food of a filthy floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three second rule. We're both drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I go like... Three year rule. Honestly, sometimes I might see a delicious thing on the floor in the street. I mean, I've never, I've never done it. No, but you know if you see, or you know if you see something on someone else's table and you're like, oh yeah, you love eating off people's plates. (laughs) I wouldn't actually do it in a public sphere, but you know. Anyway, your question. (laughs) Never have I ever been a poor work. I, look, when nature calls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're you've got to go, you've got to go. Mm-hmm. There's, I have tactics for that and everything. I know well. you do. Code words. Never have I ever thrown up in my handbag. Um, Not my handbag. A bag? Plastic bag, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not drinking for this one. Yeah. Um, All the time. Okay. Plastic I just, bags, I just thought that you might have done it in your handbag once. Wanted to no, not handbag. Up. Okay. Surprisingly. On myself, apparently. Oh, yeah, I've done it on me. Cost me 100 quid in that Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever sent nudes. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not drinking. What? I've never sent a nude. Ever. Never. I've never taken... I've tried to take one, but I... I just don't know what I'm doing. See, do you know what's happened to me lately? I feel like... Sonia's latest nude is in my bathroom. (laughs) I mean, that's not my latest. My best one is in your bathroom. Oh, okay. Basically... How often do you do it? Right, so let me explain. If I'm feeling myself, I will take one. But do you know what? I've never even sent anyone that perfect nude before. Stay tuned, boys. It's coming. The thing is, I have all these nudes on my phone which have never even been sent. No one asked me for them. I don't know. Am I going for classy guys? I mean, I have... I've taken a picture of my feet and sent them to someone. Oh. So I guess I'll half drink. Okay. No one would want to see my trotters. They're hideous. So he'd already seen my hands. Apparently it was like the first thing that he did when we met. was like, check my hands out. I've got nice hands, my mum always tells me. (gasps) But yeah, my feet, I've got my dad's feet, so. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever wanked in public. (laughs) We're both (laughs) drinking. My toes are actually curling. (laughs) Mine's really tame now. Oh. Never have I ever licked food off someone sexually. Um, probably. I'll drink anyway. No, I've not. I've not done that. My last one is... <laughs> never have I ever got fingered in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Drank! <laughs> That's disgusting. Laura's drinking, I'm not. No, it's not. You've got to own it. Never have I ever stolen. Oh, yeah, I have. I did. It was a hubba blubba. <laughs> I think I stole things from Primark when I was little. Did you? Yeah. I say little when I was a naughty teenager. No, I was six, and it was because I wasn't allowed chewing gum. <laughs> I was obsessed with chewing gum. I thought it was really cool. I used to chew tissues to, like, look oh like I was God. just, like, Roll oh, up. Laura, that's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Why and would I've... you even think of that? Honestly, the guilt left me for years. Not long ago, I walked out of Sainsbury's with a croissant without realising. So, Laura, what is on your plate this week? This week, I'm listening to... Oh, Marianne. <laughs> Distance, the Vice remix. Normally, I listen to music, get on the tube, read for four stops, and then put music on again. I'd had it on, and I thought, nope, reload. <laughs> so then I put it Pull on... Pull up! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I put it on repeat, and I thought, oh, like, a couple of songs, and I'll stop. Every time. It's the... That is quite weird, isn't it? What about you? So I'm having a bit of a Cuban, <laughs> a bit of a Cuban moment this week. Not like any sort of Spanish poppy music at the minute, okay. but like full on classic like Cuban music. I don't even know how I found this song, but this song is called Chan Chan <laughs> by Buena Vista Social Club. Oh, and it is just so good it's quite mellow though isn't it yeah it's like mellow it's mellow there's this like sound effect in it that just like oh it just gets me going and I just love it I don't know if it's because I grew up listening to some Spanish music when my dad was around Mm. on the odd occasion that he was around (laughs) triggered you know (laughs) thinking about daddy future episode and obviously I was supposed to be going to Cuba on holiday and then that fell through I'm now going to Marrakesh. Can you listen to Cuban music to get excited for Marrakesh? I guess so. Because the thing is, it does transport me to a nicer place and time. It but... transports me to Nando's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check it out. It's going to be on the On Our Plates playlist. Plug it, plug it, plug it. <laughs> and what can't you stop eating or craving? Okay, so it's the Mallow and Marsh Marshmallow Bars. Oh, I love them. We've just had one. I think I've probably had three in the past week and they're one thirty-five a pop. <laughs> Very expensive. Yeah. I I mean, I have bought them before. I haven't bought them for a few weeks, but when I got to the till today, I was floored. Yeah. one thirty-five. Yeah, I know. I mean, it is divine. And it's only 125 cows. What can't you stop eating or craving? I'm really into the whole Reese's peanut butter cup oh yeah franchise quiet here. <laughs> I've really been enjoying the egg in Lidl they've got the big bunnies that are fucking huge like the size of you know those Santas that you get that at Christmas filled with... yeah filled <gasps> with peanut butter they're in Lidl and you know the bit that they change each week the snacks oh, I'm gonna have to go this week so my mum bought me a Reese's easter egg it came with three of the peanut butter filled eggs Ooh. so now that clocks up my total to eight easter eggs this year so far it is the day of recording is the 8th of april so we're still miles away from easter yeah my mum was up this weekend and i made the mistake of eating one of the peanut butter eggs and half of the main egg before dinner and then we went out for an extremely rich dinner and i found myself waking up at 2am and throwing up not my finest hour. No. But yeah. I mean, that hasn't put me off. Oh, good. You'd That's... think it would, though. I'm a, I mean, I'm ashamed of myself. But honestly, if something makes me feel sick, I'll be sick and then I'll just carry on eating. Same for me when I drink. <laughs> Tactical chunder. <laughs> it's happened a lot. And what can't you stop thinking about? So, obviously, I'm an athlete now. <laughs> a mathlete? Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I have 
quite bad knots in my neck. Yeah. And I am partial to a massage every now and again mm-hmm. when I can afford it. So I thought, you know what? I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'll use that. Book myself in. And I found this Thai massage place. And I've had some bad massages in my time. Most notably, the OAP <laughs> who massaged me for charity that my grandma paid £15 for. I can honestly, I can. his hands were arthritic. <laughs> it's a Macmillan cancer thing and they do it every so often. And like my mum and my grandma go and they get Reiki. So she rang me. This was maybe a couple of years ago now. She's like, oh, Laura, I've, I've booked you a massage in it at Macmillan. They're really good. And I've had one before. And it's not obviously like the spa environment. It's in like a, a hall or something. Mm. Like the one I had before, it was this woman and she was fine. And she went, it's with a man though. I was like, oh, okay. She went, but I told him you like it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went in. I was on my own because they'd already been for theirs. And it was only like around the corner. This little old man greeted me. I thought, oh, he's like the volunteer. He's like going to escort me to the room because it's like a little waiting room and then the main room. And then he showed me the room and went in and then he was following me. I was thinking, right, okay. Where's this man? <laughs> Envisioning like six pack, you know, <laughs> Swedish, hot, <laughs> tall. Swedish is so not your type. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, okay, so I'm just get undressed and I'll be back in a minute. And there was someone on the other side of this little partition getting reiki. Do you have a roll of the, the partition, partition, please? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> And I was stood there for ages. I don't need you seeing Laura on her knees <laughs> with your arthritic free <laughs> knees. Um, and I, I was thinking I need to, I can't do it. Yeah, did you have to see your breasts? So I think I left my bra on <laughs> and left my pants on, of course. Yeah. But normally I'll take them off, socks and all. Even when I get my wax, I'm like, oh, get my socks off. <laughs> his hands were, like, really cold. Probably because he doesn't have any circulation <laughs> in that old body of his. <laughs> then I had to just power through it because I thought, look, this is for charity. And he might be really good. I thought, give him the benefit of the doubt. It was at one point at the end, he tickled my back. <gasps> and I wanted to scream. It was horrendous. But anyway, this massage, it was great. But she knelt on me at the start, just sat on my body. <laughs> she was like, what pressure? I said, firm. I like it hard. <laughs> she was full on sat on me. I think my body was like cracking. Comfortable. It was kind of nice. <clears throat> I would recommend. I'll okay. give you a link. Swipe <laughs> up. What about you? I'm going to keep mine wholesome. My mum's going to love this. <laughs> mum, don't cry. <laughs> I know what you like. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about my weekend with the official Mama Goose. Aww. We just had a really nice time. We went to Kew Gardens. We did 20,000 steps. Yeah, isn't it massive? Yeah, we bonded. She got me a... Uh, well, technically my stepdad bought me the, the alpaca toy that I mentioned a few episodes ago. Yeah, plug it, plug so it. So now I've, I've got Alfonso, the alpaca. Alfonso. Yeah. I, I sleep with him nestled between my breasts at Do night. You? Yeah. You have Teddy still. Is that no. where you sash? Is that where you sash your vodka? <laughs> yeah, we went out for a nice meal. Oh, she also brought me Gloria Hull and Miss Baggy Vadge. The plants. The plants. We'll go into those names maybe in a future episode. Maybe yeah. the porn episode. <laughs> yeah, and then she left. I actually felt really emotional on the Sunday. I think it's because I was still feeling sick from my mm. two AM episode. 
And yeah, I was just very vulnerable. And your mum is leaving you. And you're out of need. Yeah. Aww. And also, I mean, I know the pain was self inflicted, but she was really feeling sorry for oh, me. Oh, that's nice. And like, I just loved, I was like, oh, you know, I've kind of reverted back to my five year old self. I get no sympathy. <laughs> well, most of the time it's because well, I'm hungover when I see her. Yeah. And then she phoned me later on on Sunday and she was like, I've got some good news. Alan has booked the alpacas. So now Alan the stepdad, not Alan the boyfriend's oh, yeah. friend with the machete. <laughs> yeah, not not baseball Alan. <laughs> yeah, so like I said in the, that other episode that we were going to do the walk is all booked in now for the alpaca for walk. July. Hold tight for the content. Great, that's it. Yeah. On that note, we're going to alpaca our bags <laughs> and get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love it if you gave us a five star and if Rating. you'd like to... And leave a review. We like to see words. Write us a note. We'll see you next time, hopefully, if you're not bored of us yet. Never. Love Bye. You. Love you. Love you. Bye.